0: Okay, we're back with part five. I hope you're still listening. I am really looking forward to sharing some of the shenanigans of my life prior to becoming a dad. While I was gallivanting and setting rules or parameters for girls that I met, I had a chance to do a lot of things. I made a good living as an engineer for the company I worked for. But I made it clear to everyone. I'm not having any kids. They take over your life. And man you can't do anything. And I was adamant about that. I'll show you how adamant. I've been to 12 countries. I've been on 11 cruises. I know that sounds a bit repetitive. Let me tell you. If you've ever gone on a cruise. You know each one has his own nuances. And I am the cruiseologist. And I can tell you, if you're going to go on a cruise, there's something you need to know. Let's imagine for a moment you're going on your first cruise. And I know you ladies, you get so excited. Don't pack a whole lot of bags. You're only going to need one formal outfit. And the rest is going to be shorts and flip flops and maybe a bathing suit. So, you know, pack accordingly. Pack accordingly. But I say you get to the boat and all the people are there and they're trying to get everyone checked in. And finally, they assign you your cabin and you go upstairs to the cabin and you're so excited. You want to tour the ship. And the person with says, well, why don't we take a bath and change clothes? You know, we've been on these clothes all day and I want to be fresh when we're meeting people at dinner. And slam, it hits you. Oh, my goodness. The toiletries and the other clothes are in the luggage and you're not going to see your luggage till 10 at night or later. You got more than a thousand people. It's a lot of luggage to distribute. So when you go on your cruise in a handbag that you keep with you, pack the things you need so you can change clothes and freshen up. Remember, Ruben told you that. And it is true that you don't think about it because you're so excited about other things. Further into some of some of the segments I'll do, I will revisit the cruises and I'll tell you about gratuity and how you don't really have to pay unless you want to, and how you go about it, and how you get there, and you're the first one in the line. I wonder how that happens. Well, you stay tuned. I'm going to tell you about that because I perfected it. Remember. The cruiseologist told you all about that. Well, that's how my life was, just going on cruises. And every young lady I asked, most of them hadn't gone before. So they said, yes. And we go, and most of the time we have a nice time. Well, on cruise number six, I took this young lady, and I said, remember, you bring one formal outfit. And she said, okay. I said, remember now. She said, I got it. We go on the cruise. The formal night comes. I go in the bathroom and change into my, my tailored three-piece tuxedo. I come out thinking she's going to go in the bathroom and change, and she's already put on some clothes tonight. I said, when are you going to dress up for, the, for dinner? She said, I am. I said, what? What? You look like hoochie mamas or us. What are you wearing? We have to take pictures tonight And that's forever She said I don't know what you're talking about I said oh my god what have I done I said if you've been over Everyone's gonna know What's on your mind And she got an attitude with me Of course I was furious Because I didn't know She didn't understand formal I I just took my tux off And went up on the promenade deck And and didn't even come back to the room. I even asked the ship purser, Are there any airlines at our post to call? Can I maybe get off? I was going to just let her have it because everything, she could have gotten back home. Everything was planned. But they said, No, sir. I said, Oh, no. It was a worse experience. And I decided then, after seeing something on the cruise that most guys don't notice because they always go with other girls. Girls would go with girls on the cruise, but guys will not go with guys. That means there are always spare girls. I went on the next five cruises alone. Holy smokes. It was like a fox in a hen house. Because the girls, the crews put you in such a romantic mood and they end up dancing with the officers because there are no available men. And then when I met this girl and she said, who are you with? I said, I'm no one. She said, yes, you guys lie. I said, I'm not. And she said, prove it. I said, tell you what, you come to my suite. If there's nobody there, we'll have breakfast together. <laughs> of course, she, she came and the rest is history. But she really wanted to be there anyway because it was such a romantic setting and I had the opportunity to sing in a cabaret and I was singing to the table. They had the four single women sitting there and I picked the one I liked, pull her up on the floor and I'm holding her while I'm singing. I got to tell you guys, that's the way to go on a cruise. But guys haven't figured that out yet. Maybe they're afraid they go alone. They're going to have a dull time. No way. Unless you're introverted. Anyway, that's an, an excerpt of my cruise experiences and, and some of the things I used to do before and after. The after, of course, going alone. And I am so glad I did that. The next time I do a cruise will probably be with the woman I married. I'll explain more about that later when we talk about Princess. Well, one day in my gallivanting, I took this girl to Boston Market for dinner. This very friendly young lady waited on us behind the counter. And once she took the order, she turned around and I said, holy Toledo. Boy, talk about bootylicious. I almost forgot who I was with. And she turned back around and I was grinning. She says, is something else? I want to say, yes, you. But I wouldn't be rude to the girl I was with. And before I left, I left my card with the manager and told her to give it to her. And finally she called. This is the strangest thing. She called me up. This girl worked two jobs, McDonald's and Boston Market. I know when she was off, she was tired, but she called me, and I started talking. And since I didn't ask questions, I assumed she was listening. She told me later that I talked so much, she went to sleep and woke up, and I was still talking. (laughs) What an auspicious beginning. And even in spite of that, she still agreed to see me again. And that was when she told me she'd been married uh, that she was from Africa, West Africa, and that she had several miscarriages and her husband fooled around and that terminated the marriage. And she said She said she couldn't have children. Remember, I told you earlier, I didn't want kids. So I'm thinking this is perfect to myself. Boy, four months later, I went over and said, you know, I made an appointment for you. She said, "For what?" I said, "I want you check for pregnancy." She said, "I'm not pregnant." I said, "You forget I was there." And I took it to the doctor, and they did the ultrasound, and the lady said, "There's that little princess right there." And that became my daughter's nickname. I never forgot. And I asked the doctor why was she having miscarriages, cause she has my child now. So like, this is. This is different. And the doctor said, physically, she's fine. I figured maybe she works too long. After hearing that, and she's now four months. When she had four and a half, I had her come over. And I said, this is what you're going to do. You're going to quit both jobs. You're going to terminate your lease where you live. I will pay the termination fee. I'll pay your bills. You move in to my house. And she starts to say, I'm not. I said, this is This is not a democracy. This is a dictatorship. You're moving in. Two weeks. You're not going to kill my child like you did the others. And I know it's a cruel thing to say, but it was real. And two weeks later, she'd moved in. And four months later, a seven pound, 5.2 ounce, 21 inch long life came into this world and I was holding the mother's knee when I saw this baby it absolutely took my breath away to witness the miracle of birth and my life was forever changed princess the new love of my life and just how it changed me as a man for the better